think I would have just said, uh, Ayah, let's not talk about work lah. Yeah. You know what this, uh? <laughs> Yeah, in the Chinaman accent, right? <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So, I just moved out into my own place for the first time. I'm a big girl Ooh, now. Well done. <laughs> but decorating it, right, has taken me on a roller coaster of emotions lah. <laughs> I got a couple of things from Joy Design, they're a Malaysian company. Okay. Very good. Mm. Uh, went to their store to check it out, but then I went home to buy it online. Why? Right? Why you didn't buy there? Easier lah. Oh, okay. Because I want to, you know, think, think about, about it. it oh, okay, okay. Yeah, then I buy online. But after confirming the purchase and everything, the lady calls and she says, Miss, you realize your dining chairs are only arriving in September, right? <laughs> I was like, Alamak, I didn't see. Ah, sorry, oh, too bad. Lah. Now you cannot eat dinner until September. <laughs> hey, that, yeah. is, that is four months away, you know, September. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Why is the table available but the chairs not available? Because I didn't buy it in one set. So the table is made out of some stone, lah, but the chairs are made out of rattan. Yeah, so you see, there's a reason why dining tables and chairs are made as a set, you know. <laughs> so you can get them all at the same time. But I don't know, if you think you're a better ID than the furniture maker, you wait. Lah. <laughs> I don't think I'm a better ID. Lah. Just that rotan chairs are very good and they last very long. And also, they're ethically sourced. Do you know that they don't cause any deforestation? <laughs> and also, it's UV resistant. And also, it's stain resistant. Do, do you buy everything this way? <laughs> like, like you buy a printer, but then you refuse to take the cartridges that come with it. No, you insist on getting some vegan, non-animal cruelty ink from a sotong. <laughs> squid ink is not vegan, by the way. It's harvested from dead squid. Okay, okay, I'm very sorry I asked. Okay, can, can, can we stop talking about like sotong mati and go back to your dining chairs? Yes. So they said I had to wait till September because they had to make the chairs separately. Mm. Then yesterday, I got a call from the delivery guys to confirm the furniture that's coming, okay. right? So he listed it all out with the dining chairs as mm? well. Yeah, and I was like, eh, can, can you say that again? <laughs> and he listed it out, okay, the table, the sofa, and four dining chairs. Wait. Yeah, it was such a nice surprise, but I don't want to get my hopes up, lah, just in case it doesn't arrive. No, like, when things arrive earlier than I expected, it's always nice one. Like, yesterday when you came in at 5.30am, <laughs> I was like, what is one eternal? You're so early. So usually at 5.58, two minutes before we go live on air, and then we we'll be sprinting down the corridor. Over, like, <laughs> FM. Thank you for joining us on the show. We're talking about pleasant surprises. Yes. So remember uh, Monday, mm-hmm. after we finished the show, and then we, we were prepping for the next day's show, and then we finished at around 11am? Yes, and you didn't rush off. <laughs> because usually you can't wait to chow after bread. What, what What accusation? What do you mean I can't <laughs> wait to chow after? I'll chow when it's appropriate to chow. <laughs> no, because it's always like we finish prep, and then I go, thanks everyone, thanks Rachel, see you tomorrow, dog. Da? Da, where are you? <laughs> You're already in the kappa. Okay, the exaggeration this morning is tahap ladu. Eh? Okay. <laughs> but if you remember uh, that Monday, I did not leave immediately after prep. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I remember. Even our boss, Pietro, commented, Hey, why Douglas said I ain't around? <laughs> and what's this? a big deal about this, you know? Okay, it's because I actually had a script reading schedule at 1pm. Right. Somewhere nearby the office. Lah. Ah. So I, I was going to, to just, you know, uh, wait till the end, about 12.15 or 12.30, then go over. Right. And this script read was going to be a long one, huh? It wasn't a shot. It was going to last from, I think, 1pm till 6pm or something Dang. like that. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, today is going to be a super long day. Like, because we wake up at, what, 4am? Yeah. You know, go to the radio show, then prep. And after that, I got a scripting until 6pm. So I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. So anyway, around 12 noon, I'm preparing to leave to go to the place. Right. Then I get the message, uh-huh. uh, Douglas, script reading cancelled for you. Oh. So yay! Pleasant <laughs> surprise. Nice. I managed to go home and get a nice nap in the afternoon. <laughs> Do you know why the script read was cancelled? Uh, no, no. Maybe they killed off your character. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs>
Fly FM. So the big three tech companies are looking to make passwordless sign-ins using biometrics. Biometrics, sir. So mm. now I'm gonna lick the screen to turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> that already works, like you try and see on your laptop, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> So Apple, <laughs> Google and Microsoft are working together to get rid of passwords when signing into accounts. Wow. Yeah, this is mainly because we have too many passwords to remember. <laughs> and that actually poses a security risk. So they want to try and mitigate that. Okay. Yeah, this might mean that you'll only need to log into your phone using biometrics okay. and then use your phone to log into your other accounts without needing to remember your passwords. Oh, that's clever. But, but have, yeah. do you hear how Snoop Dogg do you hear how Snoop Dogg remembers his passwords? <laughs> how? Telekinesis. What? Yeah, yeah. He tells his nieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So actually, biometrics like thumbprint and facial recognition also is not foolproof yet. Yeah. Like I can unlock my sister's phone with my face. Really? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I already know her password. To be fair. Okay. But I tried it once for fun. The facial just recognition. To, just the facial recognition, and it actually worked. Then my brother's so bad. You know, he said it means that I put on weight. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't even comment on this right because two people are involved. You. And your sister, right? <laughs> yeah, I no, but I, I understand the problem they're trying to solve here. Yeah. We do have too many passwords now. I'm, I got a password even for my supermarket voucher app. What? Right? Like, I'm just yeah. I'm trying to get fifty cent discount on eggs. That's all. Like, do we do we really need a password and a security feature here? And especially the passwords that you use very infrequently. You know, mm-hmm. like you use once in a blue moon. It's very hard yeah. to remember. I <laughs> I have a safe, like a proper steel safe. Okay. Yeah, with the number dial. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and and everything. Now, I all I can say is I hope my wife remembers the combination <laughs> because I cannot remember. <laughs> what do you give in your safe? Who knows, <laughs> I haven't opened it since the day we bought it. So yeah, I would love for this new technology where we do away with passwords okay. and just use the you know biometrics. But I hope they improve the facial recognition tech as well mm-hmm. and make it suit the app, lah. Right. Like for example, if you wanna unlock your IG account, yeah. uh, you must do sexy face. <laughs> <laughs> if it's LinkedIn account, uh, then boot Muka Serious. Uh, for banking apps, Muka Splosen. <laughs> so easy to get loan. <laughs> You're already 100 years old. You still want to get loan. Right? Oh, wow. <laughs> Fly FM. We were talking about Microsoft, Google and Apple coming up with this new tech to replace passwords. Mm. They're using biometrics, but we're not terribly optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, because I think with... Each new tech that involved, like, people are going to be very wary. Mm-hmm. Hey, she don't say new tech. Like, vaccination, remember? That one also people paranoid. <laughs> yeah, that one they thought they were microchips in the vaccine. Yeah. Like. I'm like, if KKM can do this, they'd be hired by the CIA, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think the older generation, like my parents' generation, they'll be super unwilling to trust a passwordless system. Right. As it is, they were already unwilling to do online banking for the longest time. <laughs> That's true. I actually heard one uncle say, he yeah. was like, hey, be careful about transferring money, you know, uh-huh. because this Scammers, huh? they can steal your money while it's flying through the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's easy to make fun, but I these know. concerns are very real. Yeah, and we don't even need to call your parents' generation. Now. Even you have trouble with new tech. What are you talking about? I've been telling you that you need to be on TikTok how many times? Are you on TikTok? We were God, why we did the jiggle jiggle dance on TikTok? <laughs> not on Fly FM's account, your own. Yeah, see, I'm not sure I get TikTok because most of the stuff I see, right, are people redoing something that's trending, right? Like mm-hmm. they recreate a famous dance uh, or they imitate a famous scene. So I prefer creating my well, own content. Yeah, there are many people who do original stuff on TikTok. You're just afraid of new platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't do online shopping, am I right? I happen to prefer shopping <laughs> at a physical store. You see, you don't use QR Pay, do you? Hey, no, hey, Wanita, you must be careful about simply scanning and paying people. What? No, because these scammers can steal your money while it's flying through the QR. 
There's a dog in Perak that pretends to be injured to trick people into giving it treats. Wow, the economy is so bad. Uh, even dogs are scamming people. <laughs> I think this fella is a corn dog. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Now this happened in Jelapang, where the lady started recording this dog who pretended to go limp just to get attention from the people there. Huh. <laughs> Now after dragging his two hind legs on the road with his two front legs and pretending to not be able to walk, <laughs> the fuller suddenly jumps up and starts walking like normal after getting the attention he wants. Hey, <laughs> My dog Rocky will uh, try to get attention sometimes, but he straight up asks. He'll come up to us, look us dead in the eye, and go. <laughs> no, see, because that's the difference between house dogs and street dogs. Yeah. House dogs, they know their love, right. right? They don't need to hustle. They just go up to you and like, <laughs> which is dog for a uh, thirsty hello, <laughs> <laughs> and then you put a fresh bowl of water for the fellow. <laughs> But you know, people normally say that only humans are capable of deceit and cheating, right? Mm-hmm. While other animals are more luros, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, they can be ferocious and harm you, but it's usually quite obvious. Like a crocodile, right? They won't pretend to be your friend and then ngap. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 no, I totally understand. So, so this scammer dog is a bit of an anomaly, lah. <laughs> yeah. But, but hey, we gotta respect his dedication to the con job, ah. <laughs> he kept it on for minutes, and it must be so painful to drag your legs for that long. I mean, even yeah. even some humans I know don't have this kind of dedication. <laughs> no, because my grand uncle, what's it, my grand uncle, lah? Yeah, my mother's side, there, the grand, my grand uncle, he had a furniture factory. Okay. And one day, I, I remember this worker called in and said, ah, boss, ah, uh, cannot come to work, lah. And he was like, uh, why cannot come? Uh, uh, sick. <coughs> Seriously, ah, uh, you cough after you say the word sick. Uh. I mean, be dedicated to the craft, lah. Uh. You start cough already, man. You start, boss. <coughs> I cannot come into <coughs> this one at the end. Only you make a pathetic coughing sound. Eh, hey, might as well get the wrong effect altogether, lah. Like, say, hey, boss, ah, uh, today cannot come in. Ah, uh, stomach ache, hachu, sudah, lah. Why FM? So we were talking about this scammer dog in Pera that pretended that his two hind legs were broken. <laughs> he was dragging them across the road all to get attention. But once he got it, poof, he stood up and walked. Like a miracle, Douglas. You've never scammed anyone, right? Well, if I did, uh, all I can say is I didn't know I did it. You know, because that's a viable defense nowadays in Malaysia, lah, <laughs> Wanita. Even if you scam someone now or you stole something, you say I didn't know, I didn't know, and it's fine. No, okay, I didn't scam, scam, but I did once take part in some fakery. Like how you pretend to work every morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> so far so good, right? <laughs> People still think we're doing a good job. No, no. This is when I was uh, in Singapore for a shoot. Okay, so you pretended to like their food, <laughs> just to be polite. Ah, uh, they want how to pretend. I mean, I'm not that good of an actor. Okay, no. But there was one night. What yeah. happened was I finished my shoot. A day in Singapore, nothing to do. Uh-huh. So I thought, hey, this is establishment in Singapore, quite famous one. Right. Uh, is you know a night place lah. Uh, there's also a branch here in KL. So I thought, okay, okay. I'll go there check it out. The original ma, right? Yeah. I go there uh, and then I see alama. I couldn't go in because they had a theme night. Oh. Uh, it was only for air steward, air stewardess, pilots. It was like uh, aviation uh, or flight industry night lah. Right, right, right. So they say, are uh, you a pilot? Or I said, I'm not. So, okay, sorry, you can't come in today. Oh. So like, oh, never mind, no problem. So I turn around, I'm going back, right? Suddenly, a bunch of these like tall white people, blonde hair, blue eyes, like, come in. Yeah. Uh, later, I find out they're from uh, Air Sweden. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, hey, excuse me, uh, is this place uh, up ahead? I said, yeah, yeah, it's there. Uh, but have fun. And I'm walking off, and the guy. I was like, where are you going? I said, oh no, I can't go in because today is a theme night. It's only for you know people in the flight industry. Yeah. And he was like, he looked at me. He said, my name is Captain Hendrick, and you are my engineer. Ah! <laughs> 
I joined them and I became engineer Lars. Wow! <laughs> for, the, for the night, went in, you know, enjoyed myself, had fun, and everything. But I clearly did not look Swedish yeah. because of my obvious Korean features. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but everyone was just too polite to racially stereotype me. <laughs> Luckily, no one asked you about plane engines, right? Since you were supposed to be an engineer. <laughs> now I think I would have just said, "Ah, uh, yeah, let's not talk about work, lah." Yeah. You know this, uh? <laughs> yeah, in the Chinaman accent, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, if you are listening, Captain Henrik, uh, it's me, Lars. <laughs> I may not be on a plane, Captain, but I am on air. <laughs> Fly FM. So a six-year-old found a fossilized tooth of a dinosaur shark at a beach in the UK. Six-year-old fella? Yeah. So now the song is what? Baby found a tooth of a shark. <laughs> <laughs> So the six-year-old kid, right? He found a three-million-year-old megalodon tooth. Serious, uh? Yeah, while looking for shells on the beach in the UK. His name is Sammy Shelton. And of course, he took this ancient fossil to school for sure and tell <laughs> it blew his friend's mind. So it's like so big. I didn't know what even it was. And how did you find out what it was? My daddy told me. His daddy told him. So cute. Now, the tooth was the size of half of the boy's face. <laughs> it's like a bit triangular with rough edges and it was black. Oh, so it's it's a, r- a rotten tooth, is it? <sighs> no, it's black because it's fossilized. Ooh, dropping knowledge like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, this, this Matsali is all. Uh, they will bring weird things to school like <laughs> megalodon teeth la, and World War II missile casings. Remember that story? <laughs> when I was in school, there was this kid. La, yeah. He would bring wrestling magazines to class. But, uh-huh. but these were uh, the black and white ones because they belonged to my grand-uncle. Wait, why did this kid have your grand-uncle's wrestling magazines? <sighs> okay, it was me. Right? <laughs> okay, so I, I brought the wrestling magazines. Happy you solved the case, Sherlock Holmes. <sighs> so, okay, so no, although they were in black and white, yeah. uh, wrestlers back then in the 60s, they, they, didn't, they didn't wear very much. Yeah. But so, yeah, you didn't have to imagine very much to see all the things. But I remember getting scolded by the discipline teacher. Right? Okay. He was like, hey, this is a naughty magazine. I said, no, cikgu, in any sports. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so he borrowed it. La. <laughs> I only remember having a pencil case that I like to bring to school. Yeah, I used to pull it out of my bag and my friends would go, wow, so big. <laughs> it, it was in the shape of a surfboard and it was like turquoise blue in color. Inside of it though, I had a few mechanical pencils, one in blue, one in pink. So, so stop, nice. stop, stop, stop. I cannot take this nerd talk anymore. Like, like, <laughs> what do you bring the next day? A real, a golden protractor. Is it like- <laughs> Fly FM. This six-year-old kid in the UK brought a three-million-year-old megalodon shark tooth to school and showed it off to his friends. He's probably the boss of the classroom now. But we're wondering, did you ever bring things to school to show off, Billy? Oh, I, uh, I didn't bring anything. But huh? My teachers will bring cool stuff. Your teachers brought things to show off. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, oh if I bring anything, rampa steros. Yeah. <laughs> See, what, what did your teacher bring? When I was in school in Malaysia, this mm-hmm. one English teacher I had, he used to always bring comic books. And, <laughs> and he would read it to us. And he he's like a huge nerd. Lah, and it was really awesome. Right. And because of him, I'm a huge fan of superheroes. Oh, well, well, no, 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 but technically, I think it's okay for teachers to bring comic books. Like Students only cannot bring comic books to school. As long as he reads it to you during his class time. Lah, not <laughs> <laughs> it's English. English comic books, English teacher. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's fair. When I was in Barcelona, in the Middle East. Uh, this English teacher, Mr. Travis, American guy, he was a war veteran. Oh. So he would bring cool stuff. He brought like... Weapons? He brought weapons? Oh, no, no weapons, no weapons. Oh, my God. 
but uh, he would bring like old pictures of him when he was in the military. Okay. One time he brought his uh, military medals. That was a bit of a weird flex, right? I mean, you're yeah. an adult. You're bringing all your medals to show off to kids. Are serious? It's, it's cool. It's shiny. And he had stories behind it. But like the whole time he was showing it to the class, my head was like, hey, dude, you're like an American teacher showing us your military medals while we're in the Middle East. <laughs> I mean, no one like no one said anything. Terrible. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. It was showing off is a tricky thing, like because you need to know the context or so, right? Yeah. You need to be in the right place and the right time. It's like right. you don't like go and show off your brand new Manchester United jersey while walking in Liverpool. <laughs> it's just not done. Fly F M. So. Nilofa's infant son received over 14,000 ringgit worth of duit raya. Oh, so he got my packet lah. Yeah. <laughs> You're <are> welcome. Billy <laughs> lah. Now, Nilofa shared a 45-second TikTok video of herself and her celebrity preacher husband, Muhammad Haris, counting their baby son's uh, duit raya <laughs> while the camera focused on the envelopes and ringgit notes on the ground. This is the uh, audio from the video. <laughs> Okay, now, the fact that it's on TikTok, I'm sure it must have divided our very vocal netizen. Yeah, some of the comments were, his duet raya beats those who applied for EPM. <laughs> the rich get richer. And then another one asked, Ustaz, is it okay for us to flaunt our duet raya this way? Sorry for asking because I'm surprised to see you flaunt your money. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So, now, I know Nilofa personally. Wow. Uh, she's fine with such controversy. You know. she, mm-hmm. I mean, she's done a lot of stuff uh, to, you know, for some for publicity, yeah. some because she actually believes in certain things. Okay. So, she's completely fine, you know, getting comments and backlash and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, Personally, I I don't know if it's okay to do such videos for clout or for engagement. Yeah. Like the ones I really don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, there are a few YouTubers here, and they they try and copy Mr. Beast, where he you know he gives out money. Right, right, right. But his videos, I feel a bit a lot more tasteful, Mr. Beast, and of course a lot more money lah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the ones here, some of the YouTubers, right? What they do is there was one guy who put a uh, was it five thousand ringgit something like that into like a package, and then he tied it to a balloon. Okay. And so the balloon would fly up, and then the the money would just fly down. Uh-huh. And people would, on the streets would go and run and grab the money. He would video that. Yeah. And I thought, don't demean people like that, lah, number one. Yeah. You know? And this, uh, he, uh, he did another one also. I think it was 20,000 ringgit. He hit them in a field somewhere. Okay. And he had a bunch of people just run in and you dig. Lah. You dig the field and you take I whatever know. money you can take. Lah. And so there were people thorough. there. There were kids. There were old people. There was one man with a pregnant wife. Oh, man. The pregnant wife fell down. Lah. Oh, there was no. a lot of drama. I'm like, I do. I don't know. I know you want to get views, you want to get likes and comments, but maybe this is not the way to show off your money. Like. Yeah, you shouldn't show people how much money you yeah. have, lah. Just talk about it on radio every morning, like Douglas Lim here. <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. So NASA plans to send nude photos to space to attract aliens. Hello, NASA. You want you want naughty picture? Just say you want. Uh, don't bluff and say for the aliens. Oh, come on. Uh. <laughs> so this is the real story, lah. The pictures are not. 
proper photographs right. but actually just pixelated drawings of a nude man and woman waving next to an illustration of like a double helix structure and some objects falling down why yeah it's part of a project called beacon in the galaxy and the whole point of it is to send messages to any alien civilizations that may be out there so these nude drawings and illustrations are like a binary coded message that mm-hmm. scientists claim la is the easiest way to communicate <laughs> yeah. with uh, extraterrestrials okay i think we have to ask a very important question here Anita. yeah do you believe in aliens See, I've got theme song for <laughs> X-Files. Maybe lah. I think maybe there could be life on other planets. No, no, I, no, I agree. The chances of life in outer space is, is very high. But right. what if these intelligent life forms actually don't want to talk to us? <laughs> yeah, and we keep trying to reach out to them like a loser ex-boyfriend, <laughs> right? They probably think this earth fella constantly sending me messages or they're now sending me nude pictures. What is this? <laughs> See, the thing about I don't know why we're always obsessed with communicating with the with the aliens and stuff like that we're yeah. just not very good at communicating if you look at it right we have trouble communicating with our own species yeah, on earth exactly, correct or not? Correct. so many problems arise because of miscommunication we yeah. can't even communicate with another species here on earth for example have you seen a person try to talk to a cat <laughs> yeah, I talk to cats. Yeah, okay, okay. What do what do you do? You go like meow, yeah. meow. You make the cat sound right. Correct. That's not going to help. <laughs> there is no way a cat is going to think you are a cat just because you're imitating cat sounds. <laughs> For example, if I am walking down the street and yeah. I see a dog. And the dog looks at me And goes like Hey I'm going to communicate With this human yeah. And the dog goes like Hey man what's up I'll run <laughs> I, I wouldn't think He's being friendly I would think He's possessed <laughs> Fly FM So NASA wants to send Binary coded Pixelated new drawings Of a man and woman Into <laughs> space In an attempt to speak To aliens Telling them You know Hey in case you didn't know This is what we look like Of course <laughs> One person That got to this news Before us And did a whole podcast On it Douglas's best friend Cannon. This is You're listening to Cannon's Conspiracy Corner. Eyes up when you listen closely. Eh? It's now time for me to reveal to you more hidden truths I've discovered in my research. These revelations will make your jaw drop lower than the ringgit, I tell you. Now, we've all heard recently about the NASA sending all these naughty nude images of the human to outer space, right? Now, everyone thinks this to contact the aliens so they can come here, you know, fix our problem, be all nice, give us the cure for racism, all that. But that is only half truth, my friend. Let Kanan tell you. There is also a different secret plot going on behind the scene. Be ready for me to tell you that because the truth will hit you in the face like an electric shock from a level 50 Pikachu. Because why? When we communicate with the aliens, we normalize seeing all these foreign people in our atmosphere without a passport. Now, this illegal alien will come to our country and they politely come. Nicely, they sapu all our jobs. You hear that not? Aliens, who has access to these aliens? The rocket people. It's there in their name. Their plan is to disrupt our economy and destabilize the responsible Malaysian government. The only way to stop them huh, is to interfere with the NASA transmission by sending our own footage. Now this is currently being done by two people in Malaysia. They are championing this. One is the Datuk Alif with his music video. The other one is the Datuk Vidya with her music video. Hopefully this will confuse the rocket people and the aliens and redirect the traffic into the other planets. Now you know, and knowing is three quarters of the battle. There are more truths to reveal but not now. Soon. 
we wait for another time until then this podcast is brought to you by Jimmy Hong gluten free chewable ice cream cones fortified with ribo flavor fribo rubo ruboflavin and vitamin b12 make it part of your breakfast today now with a kimchi flavor now tomorrow we talk about the secret connection between the underground tunnels of alcatraz and the goreng pisang cheese this has been kanan's conspiracy corner Fly FM. So the Sea Games are happening in Hanoi, Vietnam, as we speak, and we have 584 Malaysian athletes taking part in several events. And if you look at the medal table right now, we are yes. number one. You know, we are leading the Woo-hoo! medal table. Congratulations! And it's amazing. Yeah, they're all divers. Eng Yan Yi won the fifth gold from Malaysia in women's three meter springboard. And Jelson, as well as Hanis, the sixth gold from Malaysia in men's 10 meter synchronized platform. So well done, boys yeah, and girls. Yeah. Yeah, we actually have a few voice notes from our athletes who wanted to thank you for your support. So nice. This one's from Dabita Sabri who won gold in the women's one meter springboard individual event. Hi, I'm Nora Bita Bedi Sabri. Thank you to all the listeners of Fly FM for supporting us at the Sea Games. We hope to make you proud as other athletes will feel after they win a medal. Of course, I'm very very happy. So for now, we we'll just hope the best and we we'll just hope to perform well. For uh, the remaining events, so we just hope we'll be safe because priorities is safety first, and we just want to uh, give a good performance to improve ourselves. This one's from Bertrand Rodik, who won bronze in the men's one meter springboard individual. Hi, I'm Bertrand Rodik. Thank you to all the listeners of Fly FM for supporting us at the Sea Games. We hope. To make you proud, it is an honor to win bronze, the first bronze for the team, for Malaysian team, and I hope next Sea Games or any competition next, I hope to bring a gold medal back for Malaysia. This one's from Uzi Liang, who won two golds. Hi, I'm Uzi Liang. Thank you for supporting us at the Sea Games. I'm happy to win one or two golds, and I hope to inspire next contingent. And inspire you shall. Lastly, we have Chu Yi Wei, who won gold in the men's three meter springboard synchro. Divers duo. Hi, I'm Chiu Yiwei. Thank you to all the listeners of Fly FM for supporting us at the Sea Games. I'm actually very happy to win the gold medal. Uh, it's been a long-awaited state since MCO. So I just want to shout out to my mom in Selangor, Pekan Meru. I am very excited to go back and see my mother. Oh, and we're very excited to have you back. But congratulations to all 584 Malaysian athletes taking part in the Sea Games. Well done. We're very very proud of you. This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.